0: Welcome to Destination BC Real Estate Podcast, your guide to relocating to beautiful British Columbia with your hosts, Raina Kucharan and Jamila Khan.
1: Thank you so much, Raina, for the introduction and also for everybody listening today. Thanks for joining us on our first podcast. Um, So we're going to be discussing relocation to BC and also within BC, um, because Raina and I both made the big moves, um, one within BC and then also to BC from Alberta. Um, So that was when we were starting real estate back in 2020. And yeah, we were so excited to share our experiences with you. And hopefully we will also be able to inspire some of you to make that big move too. Awesome. Well,
0: thank
1: you so much for that. Today,
0: I'm super excited to be doing our first interview with our very own host, Jamila Khan, and her experience moving to the island. Yeah,
1: I'm excited to share some of my, you know, crazy experiences. Not so crazy, like it was all smooth, but when you look back, it's kind of amazing that it all worked out that way. <laughs> I can't wait to hear more about it. So yeah.
0: tell us, where did you live previously?
1: Um, So I actually moved to Victoria from Banff, Alberta. Um, that's where I was born and raised, so that's where my family's from. And yeah, it's quite the transition from there to to Victoria. <laughs> wow! And what inspired you to make this move to Victoria? Um, I think in so it was 2019 that I decided that I was wanting to make a big career change. Um, I was teaching full time, so it was my um, almost eighth year as a teacher um, in Alberta. And I was really looking into maybe real estate would be a good decision for me to change um, careers into. And if I made that change, where would I want to do it in Canada? I knew I wanted to stay in Canada, but I didn't necessarily know if I wanted to make that career change and stay in, you know, Calgary, Banff, the Bull Valley area to do real estate. So I was really looking into what would be the best place for me to um, kind of make that sort of career transition and also just lifestyle transition.
0: Amazing. And you've actually worked outside of Canada before, which is very cool, But and you've seen much of the world. So was there a specific trip that really made you know that Victoria was home, or what was the biggest
1: draw to this city for you? Um, well, because of my teaching, you know, we've had some summers off, so actually a lot of the summers I did spend on the island. I loved surfing, so I'd come out with some of my other friends. Um, who had the same time off with me, you know, teacher friends that we'd come out to Tofino, Ucluet, you know, spend some time on the island, go to Nanaimo. Um, But I had been to Victoria a few times before as well, Um, you know, just to visit and vacation, and I loved it. And it wasn't necessarily, um, you know, there was lots of other places on the island that I still loved to, and I loved to go to, but I just felt that going from you know, a small town, Banff, which I, you know, didn't actually want to live in just because of, yeah, it was a little bit too small for me, but then living for eight years in Calgary was a little bit too, you know, big for me. So I wanted to kind of get into a place where, like, the city would be, you know, small enough that I would still know people, but big enough that still felt like it was a city. Like, you know, I had kind of my own um, space, you know, you weren't kind of in this really tiny, like, little town. <laughs> but- <laughs> yeah, I wanted that a
0: little bit more, you know. Amazing. Did you know people in Victoria when you made the move?
1: I I knew a few people, but mostly I had a good friend um, that was actually that did the relocation process a year earlier that they um, moved from Calgary. Um, They were originally from the Bow Valley, but they lived in Calgary and they made the transition to Victoria too. And also just following their lifestyle and how things changed for them for that year was also really um, exciting for me to see, you, and I was like, ooh, that looks like, uh, definitely looks like I could live there. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome.
0: So you're super inspired to make the trip yourself.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, and um, yeah, they're still good friends of mine here. So, you know, it's it's really special that we were able to kind of make a, a similar sort of transition in our lives from, from living in Alberta to, to Victoria.
0: Fantastic. Oh. So walk us through the steps. You took in order to put your plan in motion of moving because you weren't just mm-hmm. moving within a province; you were making the move across province. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure that a lot of planning went into this. And how how long did it actually take you to plan this out before you put the wheels in motion?
1: Um, well, I think yeah. Again, in 2019, when I decided to say, okay, I'm going to take these real estate courses again, we're going to actually invest in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I started to really plan and visualize what that would look like because, you know, you're making a big transition and and that is a good investment. Like, even though, you know, I had a career, I had a bachelor's degree in in secondary education, but if you're making that career change, you have to make some kind of big changes. I do believe in order to make sure that you're going to make the right decision um, with going into that, it wasn't just going to be like a hobby for me. It was going to be, okay, I'm going to make, you know, try to make this work. Um, so making that decision, I was actually visualizing it. I was looking into, okay, how would I live there? What would be the cost of living? Um, what would it look like moving myself over there? So looking at moving companies um, and things. And so giving myself a year. So I started the, the courses actually in Alberta in 2019 um, through RECA, Real Estate Council of Alberta. And you know, in hindsight, I probably should have just done them directly through BC, but I didn't know what it would look like if I was going to start real estate in Alberta and then transition over to BC. So I just figured to do it that way first. I, you know, didn't know a lot of things that were going to happen in 2020. um, We're going to, you know, kind of take place. So it just sort of happened in that sense that I thought maybe I'd be working in Alberta first and then transition over. So yeah, just kind of seeing like, what would that look like? And I, you know, I've always lived kind of really minimally I was able to kind of pack up my places I moved like 16 actually now at this point in my life I've moved 20 times in my life so 20 times wow 20 times yeah so (laughs) you're an
0: expert on the the subject obviously
1: so so yeah mostly obviously within Calgary and in Banff and and you know throughout Alberta when I was moving you know through through university and stuff so I yeah, I definitely knew what it looked like to move. So I had really pared down and I knew the moving process. So things would be pretty easy for me to just move my life, essentially. <laughs> um, so I got pretty good at packing and organizing and, and things like that. Um, so, yeah, I was just kind of making that transition. So doing my courses, then I had an opportunity to actually teach um, on a, in a private school, but it was on a tall ship in the Caribbean in the beginning of twenty twenty. So I did end up subletting my place. I I owned a a place in Bant. So that was something that um I was, you know, thinking about. So I actually decided to call a realtor up and and list my place while I was going on this new teaching journey in the Caribbean. So my place was actually on the market while I was teaching in the Caribbean. Um yeah, so I was So you were
0: out of country while you were (laughs) selling your home. Yeah, a career change
1: (laughs) (laughs) and COVID looming in the the near future. (laughs) In the near future, exactly. So, yeah, so all of that kind of stuff was sort of like happening at the time. I wasn't sure I was going to take that contract. And then I ended up doing it because I was like, when will I get the opportunity to do this? And this was a good kind of, you know, farewell to my eight years of teaching, like this would be a really kind of cool send off to to teach on a tall ship um, in the Caribbean and say, okay, I finished my career doing something really, really cool in that way.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, So, yeah, my place ended up selling in March um, in Banff. And so, you know, I ended up coming back in March, too. Um, after the pandemic and really kind of, you know, teaching online at the time and then just finishing up my real estate courses in Alberta at the same time. So teaching online in the day and then real estate courses at night.
0: (laughs) Wow. That's pretty amazing that you did all of that in that period of time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So tell us, how does the cost of living in Victoria compare to BAMP?
1: Um. I you know is it
0: more expensive is it comparable how did you find it
1: in terms of that you know I in the first first, first little while I definitely noticed The housing difference, obviously, from moving from a bigger city like Calgary and having more options and obviously lower rents and things like that, that was definitely a bit of a shock for me, like what you could get out here is always going to be less. So, you know, before I had never lived or had ever wanted to really live in something like a bachelor suite, but out Mm -hmm. here for the cost of living and being a single um, individual and paying, you know, everything by myself... I, you know, that was kind of the only option I really had when I first moved out here to keep costs sort of reasonable, or even like remotely close to what I was paying uh, previously in Calgary. And, you know, I was getting a lot more um, space for um, less cost, obviously, you know, so. um, So that was that for rent prices or for like
0: purchase prices as well?
1: I wasn't at the point looking to purchase because I was starting my career new. So I was looking to rent and I wanted to kind of see what the rental market would be like for the first year, you know, just to okay. kind of get an idea before, you know, jumping into buying something right away. I know everybody's experience moving here is a little different than that. They, you know, they saw rental prices and they're like, oh, I'm going to buy first. Like that makes way more sense. <laughs> um and maybe that would have been something but i think just for my situation it made more sense to rent first and then look into buying after i was settled um and yeah so rent prices were you know considerably higher i was renting in calgary at you know prior to moving in 2019 and my rent for a one bedroom there with parking was um like 1100 and that wasn't with utilities but 1100 and out here it was you know basically 1400 and that was without utilities or parking so oh wow <laughs> so significantly higher <laughs> yeah yeah quite a bit higher that you'd have to adjust to you know but you know if you're making other changes in your life as you're moving out here you start to realize that you know the money of of course is important but like there's other changes you'd make to be able to live out here um and so you know if you really want to make the move you're going to make it work in that way and i you know it was hard for me to when people would ask me like oh is the Cost of living so much higher, and I think because I made some big adjustments in other areas, then I didn't really notice the pinch personally. But, um, you know, maybe going to different shopping places so that you're spending a little bit less on food. You know, food obviously around the country is is more due to inflation right now, but yeah. I'd keep my costs lower in that area. Transportation, you know, with, within our industry, you know, Um, we use it for for work and things like that. So um, when it comes to taxes and things like that, some of my transportation is written off because of of what we do for work. Um, And insurance, yeah, like, you know, the process of doing that and stuff, it was high in the beginning, but now I do find that it is, um, you know, comparable each year to what I was paying in in Alberta.
0: That's great. So generally overall, you'd say that, it is more expensive to live in Victoria than where you came from in Banff or even in Calgary. But yeah. would you say perhaps that the quality of living is, oh is my on par and, yes. and <laughs> is worth yeah. it
1: for me? Like everybody's going to be different with this answer. And like, there's obviously no, I would never like <laughs> you know say anything negative about where someone lives, but for my personal way of life and how I want to live, you know, Neck. I wanted to be close to the ocean. I wanted to feel like I could go out and walk every day if I wanted to, you know, I like to, I do like to walk and, and you know, not have to worry about ice and snow and, and being freezing in mine. It's like 20 or 30 during the winter. And yeah, that, the weather is
0: considerably different in those two yeah. places.
1: <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful. And also just the fact that it's green year round, like we have... Blossoms, not you know, currently it's not blossoming, but they're coming out in February. Here we're starting to see you know, cherry blossom trees, um, you know, have their blossoms back, and in March it's going to be fully in bloom. Um, so it's pretty amazing to see that. Like, it's it's a really rare to see you know, flowers kind of year round. We call it the garden city because we do get that you know, warm weather year round, and yes, it does rain, but not that much because, um, we have this thing called the shadow effect in Victoria. So it's more of a Mediterranean. What's that? It's basically like um, one area over, over the South area of Vancouver Island. And basically we get less rain than the rest of the Island due to this. Yeah. The rain shadow. Oh effect. Wow. Yeah. That's
0: very cool. I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we are really lucky out here because we don't even in um, compared to Vancouver, it's, it is warmer we do get less rain so we do have like more time that we can spend outside year-round.
0: That's perfect. So yeah. we talked a bit about the cost of living in Victoria and obviously mm-hmm. employment is always a concern for people when they're making a big move to a new city. Would mm-hmm. you say that there's a lot of employment opportunities in Victoria and if so what types of jobs
1: would um, have openings for people to move to there? absolutely you know when i first came and you know came into real estate you're working with a bunch of you know different people in different um sorts of jobs one of the main jobs i kind of found that was seemingly they had lots of um uh, postings for and people that i was working with were any jobs within software development it um you know so the tech industry out here the it industry is really um high and then also you know working with people that are Moving out here for um, you know nursing degrees or um, a residency um, to become doctors, those are big jobs that are needed, obviously. Um, and then teaching, um, you know, teaching assistant jobs um, and things like that. But also in 2020, like there was such a boom in construction because you know people wanted to live out here. It was a beautiful place to relocate to um, or move to. Even you know even just from Vancouver or anywhere else in BC, there was a lot of people. Um, coming to the island and so we noticed that there was a huge demand for construction and labor jobs too so any of the trades plumbing electricians construction there is you know signs around the city for for needed work in that in that regard they needed they needed construction workers they needed people that were in the trades so yeah it was just like all sorts of jobs <laughs> but, yeah so that's fantastic
0: to hear because it's always the main concern like people want to know if they're going to move somewhere are they going to be able to afford? the new cost of living um, and are they going to have a job when they get there? It's mm-hmm. definitely a main concern for people. So that's great to hear that the tech sector is booming, that trades yeah. are booming. Um, and yeah, it's obviously a desirable place to live. So they need the people absolutely. to fill the job.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, at that time, a lot of people were also working from home. I know things have changed a little bit now in 2023, where people are going back into the office. So it was sort of a range of different jobs that people could do. Um, you know, like anything that, you know, government jobs that were, you know, online and things like that. So that people were coming in for various positions or moving here and they were able to still keep their job. You know, I know one individual here um, that her job is out of Ontario, but she can work from anywhere in the country, essentially. So, you know, moving out here makes, it makes sense. You know, you want to live in a place you want to live at. So if you can work online, and you can still do your job, like, why wouldn't you live in Victoria? <laughs> like
0: Absolutely. Um, okay. I think I think we saw that all over the country during COVID people mm-hmm. making the move that they no longer had to go into an office from nine to five, it really freed them up to be able to work from home and work from anywhere. So why wouldn't you
1: live where you're the most happy? <laughs> exactly. I totally agree with that. And you know, in hindsight, you know, looking back and, and not really knowing how this would go for me, <laughs> like you know, almost three years ago, it's like, wow, I'm so happy I made that choice. Like, it's just, you just don't know how it's going to go at the time. And then, you know, throughout all like learning about living here, I can't imagine living anywhere else. It just feels like so surreal that that was the process. But I, it feels like I've lived here forever now.
0: <laughs> so weird. That's so great to hear that you made a mm-hmm. leap of faith and you're so happy with it and it worked out. So yeah. hopefully <laughs> we'll, we'll inspire other people to
1: do the same. Absolutely. Definitely. So
0: we did touch a little bit about car insurance. So did you have a vehicle that you brought over from Alberta? And yes. if so, did you have to get a new driver's license? How did that work?
1: Yeah, so actually when I came through, I did have, my, my car was through um, Alberta, so I did have to do all of that. I did have to do um, like an, a vehicle inspec- inspection when I got here. So I brought it to a certified inspector to make sure all the mechanics and everything were good. And then I had to go, t- so I my insurance provider for my car, for example, I use Harvard and it's it's pretty common out here in Victoria. Um, for car insurance and I know there's a ton of other places that people are using for insurance um, you know for their vehicle but one of the things is if you have an out-of-province vehicle one of the first things you have to do is make sure you get that mechanical inspection to make sure that you can receive insurance. So prior to getting my car registered in BC and doing that I had to do that. So the first little bit of cost was little bit higher because of doing that because you do have to pay for the inspection and it's a couple hundred dollars to do that to just make sure that you have um you know the proper inspection and then getting everything insured and registered so honestly i didn't think it was too unreasonable to do that and i actually ended up getting money back that year from icbc um reason they didn't really specify but I didn't really feel like it was really outrageous as people were saying like it was pretty still comparable to what I was paying for insurance in Alberta Um, and a really seamless process like once I got you know the mechanical inspection and then sat in with um, my insurance provider they kind of just went through it very quickly and I got my car registered and then after I went down to um, the ICBC office to get my new um, uh, card so you get a a medical card and it's merged with your um, license which is really cool that they can do that so you get your sort of um, medical number and everything and it's all merged with your license so it's really like a nice easy process you know it does take some time to set up but other than that I do feel like BC is really good with making sure things are accessible online and the booking process and I don't know if everybody has had that experience but I felt like it was pretty seamless for me like just going in and, and getting that done and you know the online system kind of explains it pretty. You know, I feel like accessibly for people. So. Yeah. No, that's really
0: great to hear. I've I've had a lot of clients myself that have made the move from Alberta, and they always ask. They're like, "Well, what about my vehicles? <laughs> What's the insurance process? Like, I I hear it's it's difficult to bring our our cars into the province. So it, it's really great to hear that it was a seamless transition for you and a fairly easy process that wasn't too
1: expensive. Yeah. I know and if you're thinking about living in BC long term you technically need to you know do that process within you know 90 days of living here so that you can you know get everything changed over um it's obviously different if you're just on you know a work you know trip and you're heading back to you know out of province yeah. But yeah, I wanted to get that done right away. So I think I definitely did it within the first month of moving here, um, within that, or or close to like, you know, after the second month, because, you know, actually the first month of living here, um, I didn't get my rental for a bit. So I ended up um, just exploring the island in my trailer and (laughs) (laughs) going through, you know, different places. Obviously, you know, I had to be respectful with COVID, so not everything was open, but you know, even just spending some time outside and kind of learning the lay of the land and understanding a little bit more about yeah processes and things and it really helped me with you know people that were moving here too, like okay, where are some places you can go and and what you what you could do when you first get here so kind of got me out of my my shell when I first moved to the island, yeah,
0: no that's very interesting, yeah, um, it kind of leads me into my next question, so you said you you came with a trailer how how were moving costs and how did you move your furniture? Did you kind of pack it up when you first sold your home and then moved it later when you had a rental or walk us through that process?
1: Yeah. Well, I didn't know where I was going to be. Actually my first rental was actually just a short-term Airbnb because I was still looking around. Um, I did because the vacancy rate was so low in Victoria. Like lots of people wanted to move here during the pandemic, which is the. Do you same. happen
0: to know what the vacancy rate is there?
1: There was, so low I think it was like less than 1% it was insane like there was oh, so wow. many rentals available at the time um, that really if you if you jumped into something you really had to you know kind of take it on the spot essentially and I know that's know that's scary for some people but that was just sort of the the, the, the timing of things right so um, at the time I decided to just do a short-term Airbnb which wouldn't have been big enough for my for my things to fit in and I didn't have that much stuff because I had actually sold most of it When I was in Alberta, just to make the move and transition a bit easier. But for the things I didn't want to sell, I had in bins. I actually um, did have a relocation truck move it over, and it was Mm -hmm. called That Guy Van Lines, which was great. It's you know, it's a That Guy Van Lines. That Guy Van Lines. It was really affordable, a thousand dollars. Again, I didn't have that much stuff. I think in total I had twenty bins to move. So it went like that. Much, but it was like my whole life was was like in those bins that I didn't want to get rid of at that time, um, you know, books and things that I wanted to keep, you know, keepsakes from my travels and whatnot, and like clothing and and things that I needed to, you know, to kind of go through still. So he, they moved it over for me. I think it in the end, because they took the ferry and all of that stuff, um, yeah, it ended up being about nine hundred and fifty dollars, and then they brought it to a storage unit, which I kept my things in until I got my rental. Um, and I just use so that uh, at all. Yeah. Like I used the downtown storage facilities called target storage, which was great for just like the bins to like stack. Um, I think it ended up costing me $60 a month for the time. And I only used it for two months. Um, so really affordable if you wanted to do that. I mean, there's so many other moving companies so that was just my journey of what I needed. Um, and you know, it's a good
0: experience. Like we, we hear in this industry, we hear horror stories all the time. Um yeah. bad movers. So it's so great to pass along uh the name of a company that did provide a good job and was affordable.
1: Yes, absolutely. And they were really just I I felt like everything was sort of seamless with that and I was really grateful that it all kind of worked out with how I envisioned it to work out. It kind of worked out that way. So that was really good. It was organized to get it to that point. So you do have to be organized. And like also with moving across provinces, try your best to not have super high expectations for things like know that some things are going to be delayed you're on island time you know as much as possible if things work out even within a range of the day like it doesn't have to be on that you know on a timeline like try to be okay with okay things are going to be slow you know it might take an extra day or whatnot but it's still going to get done and if you kind of like have an expectation that it's going to be you know everything will work out even if it's not on your timeline then you know it will make the process a lot easier for you uh for moving and i think that's kind of what i tried to tell myself too and you know in the end it all worked out so i was happy with that
0: <laughs> yeah no, that's that's great advice to be flexible mm-hmm. especially with such a big move in your life yeah so we know that you so you first kind of transitioned to an airbnb and then a rental and i know that now you have purchased your first home on the island were you in touch when congratulations on that that's huge thank you (laughs) well Um, yeah (laughs) so did you have a realtor helping you at all when you were moving cross province had you been kind of looking at the time
1: you know honestly because I was becoming a realtor I didn't really look into getting one at the time just because I you know didn't know that process and I didn't know anyone here yet that was a realtor um I have I'm so grateful that when I was transferring my courses from Real Estate Council of Alberta, which was RECA, and then transferring them to BC to become a real estate agent in Victoria, um, I met the most amazing person, and her name is Raina (laughs) Kutcherin. I'm like, (laughs) well, thank you. (laughs) Um, And so joining that um, applied practice course in order to get my license in Victoria, um, the very first person I saw in that course writing in our group Um, it was Raina. So it was really special to be like, I think I'm gonna like this person. She seems really on top of it. So yeah, fast forward three years, we're still friends. We were accountability um, partners. And honestly, you made the transition into my career so amazing. And I just have to say thank you so much. I'm so grateful I got to meet you and we get to now start this podcast together.
0: (laughs) Well, the feeling is definitely mutual. Um, I'm so grateful for you and excited that Next week, we'll be going into my similar experience of moving and relocating. But um, I think it, it provides such an amazing perspective that you're able to now help other people making that cross-province journey um, and moving to Victoria. Do you want to talk a little bit about the services that you provide and how you're able to help somebody who's making that move, some, maybe cross-province and
1: making the move to Victoria? Yeah, I think that's like the, the coolest part. I actually had some clients that are from Alberta right now that I'm working with. Um, we did some showings this week and I think the part that really gets to me is like I, I've been there. Like I know that process. I know how different it is. You know it intimately. Yeah, <laughs> and understanding. And I think the biggest question that people get, especially moving here is, oh, like, you know, you can get so much more, you know, bang for your buck here or whatnot. And I'm like, Yes, but you just don't get the land. Like, that's the thing. Like, you're out here. You're in Victoria. You're in, like, one of the most beautiful places, I personally think, on Earth. And I think when they get the experience to live here and really appreciate it, like, it just makes so much more sense. Like, you know, anywhere else potentially in Canada, you're right. You could possibly, you know, buy a mansion in, you know, the Arctic (laughs) if you want to do, like, whatever (laughs) you know, wherever you want to be, which is not wrong, like, that's totally fine for your lifestyle and what you want. But if you really want to, you know, have the opportunity to live near the ocean, in like, I I do believe one of the most beautiful climates and places in Canada, um, then there are some differences that you have to kind of like, you have to tweak your brain around that. And I think, you know, with the housing, you know, prices and 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 experiences out here we know we do have different taxes out here too um so i do let people know okay we do have you know a property transfer tax that's different from alberta you know we don't have that in alberta so you would be paying for some additional different things um but you have to make that decision like this is what you get in order to to be able to live you know those are some of the things that you have to kind of be aware of right but you know, I had to say that when I bought my place, I bought in 2021 a condo, and, you know, best decision of my life being able to buy out here and own and know that I'm, you know, setting roots down in Victoria. And I, I That's just so exciting. explain that as much as possible to my clients that are from out of province that you really are paying for the lifestyle, the experience of living in literally one of the most beautiful places in the world and what that will entail. And of course, like, you know, I do have a buyer's guide um, that. In- you know, goes through all of the different aspects of buying and purchasing in Alberta, from the you know pre-qualifying um, um, stages. So, working with exceptional mortgage brokers out here that I've had the experience to work with, um, and you know, getting that pre-approval and making sure that you're you're ready to go, so that when you get to that place where we are showing and looking at provinces, or sorry, looking at um, <laughs> provinces to um, to purchase you know, real estate here in Victoria, that that they're ready, like that they can make that offer and that they're ready to go and they know what that entails, right? Um, like that whole, you know, all the steps that would be involved with, um, you know, writing the offer, negotiating, subject removal, um, you know, having a deposit if they decide to remove conditions, all of that stuff. And, you know, we're getting into um, some new territory this year with we have in BC the home buyer rescission period, um, we now federally have the foreign buyer ban. Um, and so for two years, that's going to be, um, something that we're going to have to explain to clients. Um, and we, yeah, we just have a, a few other things that we need to like add to our, um, understanding of the real estate process here. Now that, you know, we have some changes, um, underway, you know, the cooling off period, which the, the province has, um, you know, implemented that home buyer rescission, you know, we'll see how that goes for some people, but so far, you know, like it's, it's so new that, um, you know, we just have to kind of explain it and and see how, you know, how how people will respond to that.
0: Absolutely. And that's invaluable information for whether you're moving provinces or moving within the province. Um, real estate is constantly changing. And even if you purchase something five or 10 years ago, um, it's it's changed very drastically since then. So yeah, that's invaluable information that you're able to provide to your clients. Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs>
1: for for and that's moving out here because, you know, if you're if you're born and raised, that's amazing. But there's there's really something to be said about having that transition for yourself because you know what it feels like. You know, you're in their shoes. You know, maybe you've a little bit differently but you've gone through the same processes of making that decision and it's a big decision some people are moving with their children and they're trying to figure out where will we you know put them into school like how are the schools out here um will they transition properly like it's such a big decision that people are making when they do relocate out here um you know and some of them are you know used to a different level of services in in their in their you know province and and maybe some things aren't the same and they will have to make some adjustments and i know i did too you know um I don't currently, you know, like, I. it's taken a long time to find a doctor out here. And, you know, that's one of the things that BC is getting better at. And I know more and more doctors are moving out to Victoria and to BC, which I'm so grateful for. But, you know, it's not as much of a given necessarily. Um, But some people are really lucky. Like, I've talked to other people that are relocated, and right away, they found one, right? So, I think, oh, wow. you know, just making sure you have some adjustments with um, expectations, and also just, you know, things will be a little different when you move um, to an island and to, you know, to Victoria specifically, um, but whether or not you can make those adjustments and whether or not you want to, um, but I personally think that it was the best decision of my life, so. <laughs> That's so awesome.
0: So yeah. tell us, do you have a favorite neighborhood in Maria?
1: area? Oh, gosh, it's so I mean, obviously, I'm so impartial to where I work. So I work with Royal LePage Coast Capital Realty. And I love my brokers so much. It's like a family to me because I moved out here by myself. I don't have my family here. They're still back in Banff, Alberta. So joining Royal LePage has been so special to me because everybody that I do work with, like they're so, they they really do, like they treat you like family. And I I do feel like a lot of my colleagues when I go into the office, I do feel like I'm really like lucky to to work with them. And the area that we work in is called Estevan Village. Um, It's just on Estevan Avenue and it's right by Willow's Beach. It's a beautiful little community. We have coffee shops, restaurants, um, you know, pathways and, you know, people stop by. We have dogs that know where our office is and they come in for treats. It's (laughs) like a Hallmark movie. It's so cute. Um, And, you know, I can go down to the beach if I want to. It's just a, a few minute walk down to Willow's. And so it's really special like that area where my office is, um, in the Estevan Village area, just in Oak Bay is, yeah, it's a really special place. So definitely I love that area. But honestly, I work throughout all of, you know, Greater Victoria and sometimes even up Island, depending on where clients are looking. And I love so many neighborhoods. There's so many special pockets in this, in the city and throughout Greater Victoria that I just love. Um, so I can name like- And I have
0: to say, following you on Instagram, your <laughs> stories of the beach all the time. I'm I like I don't know if you live right on the beach, but they just look absolutely amazing overlooking the bluffs, looking at the sunsets. They just look picture perfect and I can totally see why anybody would fall in <laughs> love with living there.
1: Yeah. I pinch myself every day. Honestly, like I drive to work or, you know, when I get there and I, and I look down the, the road at the beach and I'm like, how the heck do I live here? Like, this is so crazy. Um, <laughs> it's it's really special, honestly. And there's times where I leave work and I, you know, have a chance to catch the sunset and like you're overlooking all, you know, the ocean and, and the sunset and it's like, it feels so surreal. Like I, I do really feel like I, I live the dream. I really do. <laughs> it's so it's so beautiful out here. So. That's so great to hear.
0: So, in summary, would you really say that living in Victoria is about the lifestyle? It's about um, the natural beauty that it has, um, and just yeah, the quality of living is on a, on the next level.
1: Absolutely, I completely believe that. Like you know, if you really take advantage of, you know, the hiking out here um you know spending time at the ocean and and you know just taking it all in um it really does change your perspective and it makes it makes problems feel so much smaller um and it just gives you that you know a different sense of like you know a purpose of living like it's just such a different way of living out here that is so special so you know being able to walk every day near the ocean um and you know like working near the ocean and and where i get to, to to do my showings, like, you know, overlooking, you know, beautiful landscapes pretty much everywhere I go is just, it's really special. So yeah, it's, it's definitely changed my perspective on, on life for sure.
0: That's incredible. And it it makes sense. Victoria is one of the biggest destinations that people are moving to from across the country right now. Um, Mm -hmm. And just hearing your story and your perspective of living there, it's kind of clear to see why that is happening Um, And I know that Jamila would love to help any of you that are hoping to make the move or even just thinking about it and want to chat further if you have questions about moving to the island. Where can people get
1: in touch with you? Um, So I do actually, I'm pretty active on social media. So my handle for Instagram and Facebook is at JK Victoria Real Estate. Um, but my website is also um, www.jkvictoriarealestate.ca. So, yeah, feel free to contact me through Instagram, Facebook, um, through my website. Um, we're going to have, you know, all of our contact information through our podcast, too. So I'd love to hear from you. So if you're thinking about relocating to Victoria or Vancouver Island, I'd love to be able to assist you in that process. Um, I do work throughout Greater Victoria. So, yeah, it would be great to be able to to get in touch.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time and sharing your personal experience of making the move cross province to Victoria. Um, I know that's so special. And just to wrap things up here today, if you'd like this podcast, we'd love if you could uh, leave us a review. And if you're interested in finding out more about the Okanagan, you can find me, Raina, on Instagram at raina.realestate or online at my website at southokanaganliving.ca. And yeah, just thank you so much for your time, Jamila. I really appreciated this conversation. It was really insightful um, into your experience and what is really available in this beautiful province that we have.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to ask me about my experiences and my journey. It's really special to kind of go back and reminisce as well. And yeah, I'm really excited about going forward and, and sharing some more of our, our experiences. Perfect. All right. Well, hope everyone has a wonderful day.